This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about birthday gifts for girlfriends and boyfriends. We talk about penis size and a girl who's tired of giving hand jobs. Check it out, share it with friends. Great episode. Podcast is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. I say it every week, but let me say it one more time. Let me tickle you, the listeners, nuts for half a second and just say thank you for listening to the podcast. This summer has been you know, amazing because we've we've grown crazy numbers. We're getting bigger and bigger every episode, and it's because of you guys spreading the words to friends and family and coworkers and fraternity brothers and sorority sisters and roommates and all that great stuff. And it, I really appreciate it. I, I was out at a show last night, and a uh, guy and his now fiance. This guy uh, messaged me before the weekend. He's like, "I'm going to be in town. I want to come to a show. I'm actually proposing to my girlfriend." Uh, and then we want to come to the show. And I was like, fuck yeah. And like meeting you guys is really such a pleasure. It's very cool. Uh, it's such a fun time. And it's cool to like put faces with the, the names that kind of get in touch with me on Snapchat and all that stuff. So thank you guys. And listen, keep doing it. We are the official podcast of your shitty summer internship. And now as we transition out of intern season, I want to be the official podcast of your shitty commute to class, your shitty gym workout, your shitty, your shitty everything, your shitty shit. I want to be the official (laughs) podcast of your shitty shit. Okay. While you're dumping, I want Papa JT right in your ear. Okay. Let me tickle out that poop right from your anus. Okay. So you're welcome. Thank you. All that great stuff. A couple announcements. I mean, what we're doing here, um, I'm going to be coming out to some schools in the fall. Uh, if you'd like me to come to your school and do comedy at your school and hang out for the night, there's money available at all of your colleges to bring a comedian to the school. And if you like somebody like myself, all you got to do is email Gina at kpcomedy.com. That's G-I-N-A at kpcomedy.com. And put in the title, I want J-Train to come to my school, and, and then ask what the process is, and she can walk you through it. It takes a little bit of effort. But there's money available to you at your student activities to bring comedians to school. So why don't you bring me? That'd be a lot of fun. So Gina at kpcomedy.com. You can go to my website, check out all my dates, jtraincomedy.com. And then, listen, I'm on all the, the social medias, okay? Facebook, Twitter, jtrain56. Instagram, I'm at Jared Freed on Instagram. But you can search jtrain56 to find me. I'm also on Snapchat, and it, listen, it glazes my gonads (laughs) every time I get a snap of you guys listening to the podcast. It is such a pleasure, because you guys are, it's every crayon in the box. Everybody's so different. Everyone's listening. You know, you get a shot from the city, then you get a one from the farm, and then you get one from an Air Force base, and you get one from a fire truck and a police car. It's like I'm playing with all the Lego toys. You're all different Barbies in the, <laughs> out there. Just a bunch of Barbie dolls with all the different jobs and things. You know, there's student Barbie. There's maybe G.I. Joe's for G.I. You. Joe's. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, Barbie had all the different wares. That's kind of what it is on Snapchat. They'll give me like, it'll be them at like, uh, you know, it'll be student Barbie. And then it'll be, you know, fat shotgun Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> doing a beer like I love that so keep sending me JTrain56 on snap I'm super excited and OKP 
He's been on before. Original key player, Jay Nog. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. What's going on? It's dude? really good to have you. Oh, it's always fun. This is a fun, fun podcast. Yeah, and, and I'm glad it's growing. Congratulations. Thanks, That's man. Awesome, dude. It's very cool. And it's I, I gotta say, meeting these people. It's the best. Oh, that's you know, always the it's best. It's very cool. So, and you know, I was at a show at Gotham Comedy like uh, last night. Guys in the crowd, fiance, they just got married. You know, it's crazy. So, Jay, you got a show coming up. Uh, yeah, we just got signed. Uh, Pater Payne. I've been doing it for six years on and off, and we're. Uh, we it's called pay- Paid or Pain. Yeah, comedians now explain- perform, and uh, the audience votes them to get tortured or paid for their set. <laughs> okay. That's it. Pretty <laughs> Perfect. simple. Like the it's Roman like, Coliseum. Exactly. It's gladiator time yeah. for stand-up comedy. I mean, you go to some comedy shows, and some comics are shitty, so yeah. you know what? All Bring you want to do up. is put your thumb to the air and give them a thumbs down. Believe it or not, last show we had one pain, three paid. So the audience is really? very fair. You bring it, you'll get paid. Okay, good. So That's listen, it. all of you, you're going to make a trip to New York. These are some fun events to do. They're cheaper than, you know, and get you out and get you to do the, the New York inside thing. So if you're going to be here August 19th and September 16th, both at New York Comedy Club, it's down in uh, 24th between 2nd and 3rd. So New York Comedy Club, August 19th and September 16th. And then it's going to be on Sirius XM Raw Dog in the fall. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So all of you go follow Jay Nog at Jay Nog on Twitter, at Jay Nog on Twitter. Also, one last announcement. We are going to do a J Train podcast show here. And I've been doing Thursdays here, and we're going to stop doing that. What we're going to do once a month, we're going to do a J Train podcast show. We'll have OKPs on. You know, we'll get Jay involved. And, you know, we're going to do this coming up. So That's awesome. the first one is September 22nd. So it's September 22nd. That's a Thursday night at 8 o'clock. So if you're in New York City, if you listen in the city, September 22nd, 8 o'clock at Stand Up New York, it's going to be a J Train podcast show. We're going to have OKPs from the show, all the guests that you guys love, plus we're going to take live questions from the audience and answer them from on stage. So that'll be a fun thing. So put it in your calendar, September 22nd. Let's go to the emails. Enough of this. Bullshit. Let's go. You ready? <laughs> enough of this Barbie talk. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough with the Barbies. Let's get it going. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. You can send anything you want. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with JNog at JNog on Twitter. Pater Payne going to be at... New York Comedy Club, August 19th, September 16th at Pater Payne and 11.30 shows. There it is. Turning 21 at college. Do you remember your 21st birthday? Yeah, mine was not that fun because two weeks before I kind of got jumped or beat up, whatever you want. How'd you get jumped? Uh, It was like after we went to a bar, one of my friends was mouthing off to this kid and they were like, let's fight in the parking lot. And then they started (laughs) fighting and then like four dudes jumped in. One, uh, two of the guys ran and then it was just me and I like jumped in there to help my friend and like... I just got annihilated. You just got crushed. Dude, like my I got hit. Remember like the little StarTex, those little phones back in the day? I don't know. No. It, it was like a tiny phone and I got hit so hard it fell out of my pocket. Yeah. And my parent it was like four in the morning. I was home from college break and uh my parents are calling me, and the kid picked up. He's like, "Yeah, your son's laying dead in the parking lot." No, my, my parents like called the cops to see if I was reported oh, dead, and I had a hairline literally fracture in my worst, jaw. Real, that's yeah. literally the worst thing to ever happen to a parent: have someone pick up your son's phone and go, "Yeah, he's dead." Day before Father's Day. Too. No way. Yeah. Oh, it was my just God. awful. I was in in bed. My dad had taken me to the emergency room. I had like morphine and I had a hairline fracture in my jaw, busted so, eyes, messed up lip. So 21st nose. birthday, what could you really do? I was sipping out of a straw. Oh, really? For how long? Uh, for a few weeks. Oh my God. Yeah, like inshore, all that shit. Like it's I funny, didn't even College wired, fights, but. when they happen, you know, it, it's the kind of the first time that you realize people can beat the shit out of you. You know, oh, yeah, you know that, high school, that, was, that was my last fight. I, I hung up the gloves after that one. Yeah, yeah, high school fights, it's like, okay, everyone knows each other. You know, you got to walk away and see their moms at some point. You know, high school fights don't really materialize. College fights fucking go to another place. Yeah, high school is more about humiliation it ends at, yeah. and then college is like when it stops moving, the yeah, fight ends. That's you know? what it ends. And yeah. it's scary. I one time, there was a fight that broke out, and some guy, like, it was like, as everyone just, like, knuckles up. And I remember that I was at this uh, fraternity party and all of a sudden I just see this guy. He's huge. And he just walks by with like a chain. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> I Jesus. Like, I was like, what are you preparing the for? The junkyard dog yeah, entered the exactly. building. Yeah, exactly. So turning 21, sub Jubaka, started listening to the podcast this summer and my shitty internship with a general contracting company in PA. Really helps me get through the week knowing that J-Train is going to soothe my soul on a Friday afternoon. Enough with the nut feathering, let's get to it. For us college students who haven't had a fake ID throughout college, turning 21 is a big deal, or so we think. My question, I'm sure many others have the same question, is... What is the move for the 21st birthday? Do you go to a bar with your friends who are 21 and ditch the rest, or do you have a house party? 1A, if you do go to the bars, do you pregame for it or not? Also, do you stay at one bar, or do you venture out to multiple that night? Thank you for all your wisdom and sage advice. P.S., what is you man, Sam, and your awesome guest uh, go to drink? Mine is always a nice, stiff mojito. Thanks to Thad Castle. Okay, what do you? What's your go-to drink, man, Sam? Uh, in the winter, I'll go with the uh, Jack and Coke, and then in yeah. the summer, sometimes I'll go with a nice uh, Tanqueray and grapefruit juice. Tanqueray, really? Yeah. You're a gin fan? Yeah, I, I like gin. It yeah. tastes like trees to me. I can't drink it's it. Mix it with the grapefruit juice. It's nice. And then it takes off that edge. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? What do you? What's your drink? Uh, I don't really booze that much anymore, but usually just hard liquor on the rocks, mm. scotch on the rocks, vodka on the rocks. I was at winter time. I'm with the Ago whiskey on the rocks. I just love like warm, cozying up. You know how like. You know how like uh, chicks will take their coffee cup with two hands and yeah. sip out of it. Like that's how I sip my whiskey in the in the winter. I just I just sip from two hands a little, and it does you warm know, you up. And it warms you. It warms the soul. I in the summertime trying to get skinny, I go vodka soda. You got to keep it simple. Sangria is also fun. Sangria, in the but I and I'm a big rosé guy now. This is like I'm hot on rosé. <laughs> I'm drinking rosé wherever I can. That is a great, crisp, fun summer drink, and I'm always getting it. And now it's to the point where some waitresses are like rosé, and I'm like, "You got it, baby!" <laughs> like I'm in that game. What do you, What are your suggestions for this guy's 21st birthday? I think first of all, he never went to. He didn't have a fake ID all throughout well, college. I mean, I'll tell. I'll say this: Penn State is notorious for being tough with IDs. So I thought it was actually a good thing because it separates you. It it, it, it makes. Because you can get tired of the party. Listen, like, you know, it's good to have, like, your fraternity house party years and then your bar years. And then you go back to the fraternity house party years and then you go back to the bar. You know what I mean? It, it, it was nice to have the delineation. You got to go Penn, to the bar. Penn State was so tough that it was like, don't even try. Oh, really? Go party at a house. And, I, and I'm, I'm actually looking back. I'm thankful for that. Because, I, I, you know, I wrung that towel dry of the house parties. And then I was like, okay, I'm 21. Now I got like a two years of a, of a fresh start. It's a whole new party. Was everything walkable in Penn State? Yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah, same. I went to Albany, so yeah. same thing. But there was only like one bar that was tough on ease where you had to be a senior. But the other ones, you could do whatever you, you want. Write but crayon. didn't it get tiring? You know, like you know, wasn't there a point where? Because I just like the thought of like when you go to bars, it's bar time. When you were pre twenty one, you did the other shit. It was like kind of graduating. And literally, I think, the houses were so close where you can go into the bar have a drink or two, get stamped, walk like up the block to your friend's place, have a oh, couple right. drinks, and then go right back to the bar. <laughs> so like that was I, I, my advice, alcoholism at its max. With 21, my 21st birthday, I was actually studying abroad in Florence. And I think here's the, here's the thing. Safety's got to be number one. And I, I know I sound like, you know, old man J train right now, but I, I'll, I'll tell you this. You don't want to fuck it up on your first fucking night. You know, you don't want to come out of your 21st birthday being like, I'm never drinking again. You want to be excited to go and have that party again. But it's so hard to slow down when all your friends are just buying you shots and totally stuff like agree. that. Totally agree. That's why you have to have one buddy that's going to have an eye out for you. you got to have one lifeguard for your 21st birthday. And it's got to be a good friend. And you got to say to him, just keep a fucking eye out for me. Don't, make, don't let me do anything dumb tonight. And I, I, think that's like, I think that's just like a good thing. And like, have it your, be your best bud and be like, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to have my 21st tonight. Just keep a fucking eye on me. That falls apart, though. It falls apart, but at least you're trying. <laughs> right. You at, gotta, least, at, least, at least plan right. At least plan right. I'm not saying it's not going to get fucked up. Right. I'm just saying take all the precautions you can. Get that one lifeguard, buddy. And then what you do is, because not all your friends are 21. So what it is, you do pregame, and then you do two bars. You plan on two bars, because you're not going to make that third bar. And the worst part about going to bars, and you don't know this until you're 21, is being at one bar and being like, well, when are we going to the next one? 
So you only want to have, you want as little traveling as possible because every time you walk is another chance for you to fall on your face in the fucking asphalt. At least you're in the warm, cozy confines of a bar. Or act like an idiot and then like a cop goes by. Totally. And then it is so keep yourself you. in that little cocoon that is the, <laughs> the, the, the shitty <laughs> college bar. So you do the pregame, so you get all your buddies that don't have 21. They can celebrate with you. And what I'm telling you is bring the shots out later. Do the shots later than earlier. Do the first one where everyone wishes you a happy birthday. But then try to have fun with your buddies. Like, that's a big night for you. It's 21. So you do the pregame, then you bring it into the bar, and then you have a final bar. And the first bar should be more of a beers bar. The second bar, dance bar. That's how you that's how you plan out the night. Because then if you're dancing, you're trying to pick up chicks, you're not yeah, drinking I as mean, much. Exactly. And this dude ain't getting chicks on his 21st. L- listen, let me tell you right now. Happy 21st birthday. You ain't getting fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Put away all your thoughts of having sex for your 21st all birthday. All your fantasies. That's they're, it. Yeah, they're not coming true. You're gonna fucking fall asleep face down in a pizza and just have make sure your lifeguard friend tilts you a little bit to the right so you can breathe. Or you'll fall asleep in the bathroom. One or the other. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Jay Nog at Jay Nog on Twitter. He's got the paid or paying show August 19th yep. at New York Comedy Club. It's coming up. Go check it out. It's also going to be on SiriusXM. So if you get Raw Dog, go check it out. It's going to be fun. Five years and five billion hand jobs. <laughs> I like the title of that. I love it. You know it's a female email because uh, there's just thought put in and the creativity. Hit the music, man, Sam. <laughs> I'm a 24-year-old female working full-time out of college and still trying to find my place in the world. Somehow college didn't steer me in the, the directly to the, my path in life. Yeah. It never does. <laughs> For any of us. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I have a longtime boyfriend of almost five years. He's 27. We've been talking, moving in together for a while now, as in him buying a house and all that really adult shit. I currently rent for my sister right now, and he basically stays there too. We're on the same page with each other, morals, goals, wanting the same things, etc., except for one pretty huge aspect, sex. As a typical guy, he wants sex for me literally at all times of the day. And I can't think of the last time I had a normal compliment from him without it being about my ass or boobs. I'm just not the type of girl who wants sex as often as him. And yes, I feel bad about not satisfying him as frequently as he possibly, as he probably prefers. So we've been in the habit of hand jobs. If A, I don't feel like sex, or B, I'm on my period. It sounds like all oh, I can see her God. like them watching TV together and her just like giving me a hand job, just like <laughs> sighing the whole time. <laughs> all you hear is like. Uh. <laughs> And then you just hear like Guy Fieri in the background, like awesome sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like fast forward, fast forward, yeah. it's DVR'd. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, this sounds horrible. It's gotten uh. to be so often that I don't think I can give him another hand job unless it's for foreplay. <laughs> she, she just, you just see her. She's in a in, in a, a wrist, one of those like wrist uh, braces, like the bowling gloves. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> she's got a forearm like the Hulkster. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotten so often that I can't take him another hand job unless it's for foreplay without flying off the handle because I feel like such an object. Yeah, this is tough. Even quick sex capades result in him satisfied and me pulling out my vibrator to finish the job while he's in the shower afterwards. I must also message that mention that I was a virgin when I met him and he has been my one and only boyfriend I've ever had. Being so unhappy with the sexual aspect of a relationship, of course, I'm curious what other guys could potentially bring to the table. However, I'm pretty religious and my heart tells me that I shouldn't throw away what a great relationship we have outside of the sexual factor. So what do you think? Uh, she sounds bored. That's it sounds it. awful. Yeah, it sounds I really mean, bad. Like I was in a relationship one time where she didn't want to have sex as much as I did. And yeah. then you just build up resentment yep. and anger. And it's not even like her fault. Like if you're just on two different wa- wavelengths. Yeah. And, and her, she's right to feel like an object. Like if you're just like this hand job thing, it, you know, you don't really, if you're not a part of it, if it's not like a, ta- a dance, like a duet, and it's just a solo. It's like her chore, like go food shopping and yeah. hand job for the boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's horrible. Yeah. And any type of like sexual thing that becomes contractual, like it is right here, is awful. No one is really like getting their thing out of it. You know, you're just basically, it because, like, do you even kiss? Yeah, she just sounds very unhappy. And it's your first love and you're religious. So you feel like 
this has to be be this all has to end be, all. Yeah. But if you're not happy, you just got to get out of it. And you're young. What is she, 24? Nothing sounds worse than having sex. Like I, and I've been in this situation. There's, I've been in this situation, and it makes you feel kind of shitty when you f- have sex with a girl, and then right after she's like, she like, and it comes like after knowing each other a little bit, and then she just like starts going at it like while you're right there, and like after you've already done it. It's right. kind of like, you know, trying to have the party, you know, like the party's over and then she's like, put on the music. I still want to dance. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm going to go to I sleep. I think I'm done. <laughs> I think we've done it. Like, right. Like we've had sex a couple times. I'm sorry I couldn't do it. But like, what do you want me to do? Sit here and watch this thing? Like, I, and I. And Does he jerk off? Like, can't he just jerk off? I mean. But it, I mean, it's tough for me to hate on that girl because it's like also like she's got to get off too. Like, I get it. Yeah. So I. The religious thing is tough. I I can't tell her to just end a relationship because it sounds like everything else is good except for this. But if start swinging, start swinging a little bit. (laughs) Go to some swingers parties. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, it's interesting because she has a vibrator. Like the religious thing kind of popped out to me as well. But if she's got a vibrator, like obviously she's in. She's not not sexual at all. You know what I mean? She so maybe it's exploring different. Maybe she's got some kinks. If you can't talk, I hear what you're saying, and I can't. And you're right. If you can't talk about what's wrong sexually, what else aren't you talking about? You know, you might think this relationship is great, but if you say this is a big area, this is a oh, huge yeah. part of the relationship. And not to say that like for your rest of your life, you need to be like sexually going crazy together, but you need to be able to have that conversation. And here's the thing about the email that I kind of, kind of like hit at my, put up my like antenna. He's buying a house. I don't like any, you know, so she would be hypothetically moving into his house. Mm-hmm. I would say to her, and I and I would say to all the listeners, if you're thinking about moving in with someone, have it be a joint fucking thing. Don't be someone's tenant that you're also going out with. You know, and it just doesn't seem like this will be. because now seems trapped. Right now, yeah. And the, but this is the whole relationship. Move into my house. Give me my hand job. Go, you know, like, you know, go, go, let me take my shower after I'm done. You finish yourself off. He has no responsibility in any, you know, he's like, it's almost like an owner, you know, with their like, you know, I don't want to say slave, you know, that's, you know, that seems like a relationship from like the forties or fifties. Yeah. And I think here's the first step is talking about it. The second step is not moving in together. I think, I think you owning your own area and him owning his own area and, and getting together on terms will you know that that makes him make more of an effort because if you move in together, there's he doesn't have to give any effort. He can just be like, okay, hand job time, punch the clock. <laughs> hand job time. <laughs> I just think you don't. You got to talk this stuff out. And for her, I think if you if you can't have a conversation where you're like, listen, I want to like get into, and it's also like, I don't want to tell you get adventurous, but like get adventurous in a way that is good for you two. You know and. You don't have to have sex every time, but maybe putting off the sex to a sexual occasion instead of these fucking like hand job almost feels like you're like, okay, I'll just have a bologna sandwich well, instead of like, like a real to, meal. To it's it. like almost like grazing. You know, when you're like, you're hungry and you're like, oh, I want to get like, uh, and you're like, I don't really want to have a meal. And then you end up having like a little bit of chips, a little bit of cookies. Then you go back to the chips. Then you have a rice cake. Then you have a soda and you're like, oh my God, I just ate more. And sadly, like it wasn't even a fun experience, eating experience when I could have just gone for a nice meal. She's like a hostage in her own relationship to just to keep him quiet. She'll yes. give him a hand job. And that should never be like that. And she should definitely talk to him about it and uh, voice out, you know, her opinions and feelings mm-hmm. and then see what her boyfriend says. And if he's a dick about it, then, you know, this is not the right dude. For totally her. agree. And I think it's twofold. Bring it up. Then you come up, you come up with things that you'd like to do sexually. You come up with your version of the hand job. Hey, I want to have a nice night out. You know, and she says the only compliments are on her ass and boobs. I hear you. That all sucks. It, it, it doesn't feel good, especially when you're the, you're the hand job machine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so what you have to do is it's twofold. Bring it up. Say, listen, I think we should do some different things. I'm done with the hand jobs. I think what I would like to do is have a nice night out and then come back to my place and have like a cool sexual experience that you are pushing. And if he can't let you drive the car a little bit, then there's a lot more wrong that you need to get into. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com.
We're here with Jay Nog at Jay Nog on Twitter, Pater Payne Show at New York Comedy Club, August 19th. It's coming to Sirius XM, Raw Dog Radio. Small dick problems. Uh oh. Got that small D. Sup, Jew. <laughs> Some of these attempts at humor are so. I don't, I, you know, I read these just because I want to get the tone of the email for the audience. But I think people think that these are funny jokes. Like, like, Small dick problems, be polite. I right? hope people here that listen to this thing aren't like going up to their Jewish friends and doing these things. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, know. You're going to lose friends. I don't know if the rabbi in your neighborhood is going to appreciate it as much as I kind of do. <laughs> so, Sup, Jew. Sup, Jew. <laughs> you can imagine going up to the rabbi. Sup, Jew. You got my money. It doesn't sound like that's going to be the next sentence. <laughs> yeah. Sup, Jew? Shaking him down. Yeah, I think I should. I would love to name my kid Jew. Jew Freed. <laughs> sup, Jew? <laughs> Just so I can say that all the time. I go, yo, sup, Jew? <laughs> I'm a longtime listener. Love the podcast and all your advice. I would love a reply. Um, see, people write in these emails a lot. I'd love a reply, but even if you don't do it on the show, just fucking write the email. Yeah. I'll get back to certain ones. I, The Snapchats are getting out of control. There's a lot of people asking for advice on Snapchat. If you're going to do that, I'm happy to like do it during like a dead time of my day. Just keep it short. <laughs> I, 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 I got some, <laughs> I'm trying to do Bumble. I'm trying to do Twitter. I, you know, it's a lot. Well, I like that the email comes in. Like, If you feel like answering it on the show, like, just well, do that's it. the whole point. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> just All fucking right. say it. I have this problem. I'm a fairly inexperienced guy, hookup-wise, heading into my freshman year of college. So this is a high school email. High <laughs> school email. Uh, it's funny. I didn't hear this drop. Yeah. <laughs> With less than a strong medium, and it's holding me back in my smash game. Nobody with a small penis has ever spoken like this. I don't think anyone with a small penis has ever been like, Sup, Jew! You're right. So I got this small penis and it's hurt my smash game. <laughs> very aggressive <laughs> very up Very top. aggressive. <laughs> this sounds like a very big penis man <laughs> to me. It's a big penis greeting right there. I, maybe he's overcompensating just a little. <laughs> I say this because while I've had a few hookups in high school, I often felt the need to hold myself back because I didn't want some chick to spread the rumor that I have a small dick. I went to a small high school where everyone knows everyone, less than 90 people in every graduating class. That is small. And it's um, not a rumor if it's true, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the I fact. Yeah. yeah. I never got past second base, so nothing ever happened like this before. But I don't want to worry about this in college. Am I just being stupid here? What do you suggest I do? Uh, I might be overthinking here, but shit, this is stressing me out. Thanks. I uh, want the measurement. Like, give me a number. Yeah, I want, a, I want a like, finger. Yeah. I want a finger length to know. Here's, here's what I'll say. Listen. I'm not packing heat. Jay, how's your penis? Soft, miserable, <laughs> hard. I'm proud. I would never. Yeah, I got about stage. Like, I, I. This is why this podcast is great. Jay's awful. has your penis, and then soft, miserable. Awful. Yeah, but hard. Like I would, I take a picture and show someone hard. Yeah, but yeah, soft. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, like you wouldn't be friends with me anymore. Let's talk about penis size. Let's do a review of the room because we have three. We have Man Sam, we got Johnny, we got Evan. What are we dealing with? We got a. We got a sample size here, right? Yeah, I was gonna say my smash game is strong. So yeah, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, what do you? I, would you say you have a large? Be honest. What's no, your, honestly, I mean, I would say I have an average size dick. I'm yeah, not, I'm okay. not gonna hurt average anybody, dick. but it's not like pathetic. You're not you know showing I mean? off, no. but you're not. You know, you're not. Yeah. What do you got going? Yeah, definitely a grower. Grower, right? Grower, Evan. Grower. And and Evan's black. Okay, so and that rumor. Isn't that's also a fact? Like you know, all that cliche joke about. But your average. You said grower. Let's see it. Come grower. He's a day to day player. Listen, man. I well, this is what I'm saying. When someone has a big dick, like there's a lot less big dicks than there are average dicks. So if you're if you're saying it's a below average, whatever, it's apples and oranges like you know whatever i and also we are very lucky because girls aren't very you know they're talkative to each other about small dicks only when you fuck them over you know your dick size becomes a topic of conversation the minute you start start being a dick right 
you're a scumbag, then it's guys. Good. You know, we'll hook up with a girl, and I'll talk about you know this girl that I'm in love with. And I'll be like, yeah, but one of her tits is smaller than the other, and I'll tell all my buddies just because it's a topic of conversation. We'll all talk and have a good laugh. We're just assholes, right? This is what we talk about because we have nothing else to say. Girls, when they get a dick, they're just happy that there's a dick, you know, and that a trustworthy dick. You know, they want they want the you know just like the cozy bar. They want the cozy dick. You know, and I, 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 I'm sure a woman right now is screaming at her, <laughs> at her podcast. Right. You like, know, I need that big dick. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like the, the, a lot of girls, what they like is the dependability. They want dependable. It's what's attached dick. to the dick. Exactly, and they want dependable dick. They want a dick that's going to come back to them. They want a dick that's going to make them feel safe, make them feel loved, make them feel all these great things. And the size of it, sure, they've seen bigger. Sure, they've seen smaller. But. You got to work with what you got. You know, I got pantsed. Uh, you ever get pantsed? Yeah, I've gotten pants, but underwear, not. No, not the full thing. I've gotten yeah. pantsed in the past, and there's nothing more unfuckable than a pants penis. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. It's a bad look for a penis. It it's gets a bad, scared and just climbs up inside. It, and that's what I'm saying. So, like, any of us could look small and be aware of these things. So, like, what I'm saying to this guy is. Don't put the big penis on a pedestal. You got what you got. You, and the real advice is get good at going down on chicks. I was going to say eat pussy like eat, an animal. Yes, you have to be. You got to <laughs> you got to work you got to work the picks and the rebounds. You know, you're Dennis Rodman. That's it. You ain't Michael Jordan. That's the thing. You got to work all the little intricacies of all the, the tangibles, all the intangibles. All the intangibles. <laughs> you got to have a lot of hustle. And listen, and here's the thing that makes in everything in life what I've noticed is being aware of your, of your, uh, your shortcomings. And in this guy's case, his short dick will make you a better person. The more you're aware of the things that you're not good at is the more you'll be strengthened for the things you can be good at. And this is, I mean, obviously this is a, this is sounds like very serious advice when it comes to a penis, <laughs> but I'm saying that you could relate this to a lot of things in life. If you know, listen, I ain't the guy that's going to be shooting the ball. I'm going to set a lot of picks. People are going to pick you for their fucking team. Right. They need a pick guy. They need some. Not everyone can fucking take the ball to the hole. He's got good court vision. Court vision. Yeah. You got to have your strengths. You got to have those intangibles. So listen, you got to get in the bedroom, understand what you're working with and own it. Be confident. Have, and confidence be confident. Don't fucking be like, hey, sorry about this dick. No. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> Unapologetic. This is what you got. This is what you came home with. And, it, and this guy's new to the hookup games. And, you, and I know it's in his head. And it's in all of our heads. It's literally all of us are thinking, what do I got compared to that guy? You know, can I take my shirt? You know, can I go walk around the, you know, the gym locker room naked? You know, all these things you're wondering about. And there are these things that we don't really talk about. That's kind of why this podcast exists. Let, let a guy let the fucking walls down for a second and just understand that, listen, your dick game ain't strong. So you got to fucking strengthen that tongue game. Yeah, be a giving lover. A giving lover. Hustle. Work the boards. Set some picks. That's it. Assist. Assist. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with JNog. At JNog on Twitter. Go check them out. You got Pater Pain. It's a really fun show. You guys should all check it out. I want to do... Let's do birthday present. Okay. Train. My girlfriend of five months' birthday is approaching, and I'm looking for your Jew wisdom to help me out. I've done a lot of cute, cheap, heartfelt things before, uh, and it's time for a big one. Should I hold back a little on the birthday so I can blow her away with Christmas? Do I have to continue to one-up the gifts every time? Keep in mind, I'm a broke-ass college student. I'm hoping to impress her enough she'll let me fuck her in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Happy that, birthday! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Thanks, Q, for the good work. Yeah, listen, man, you want to get that poop, that little balloon knot. What do you think? Birthday presents? What have you done? Five in the past? months, man. I mean, uh, don't yeah. go crazy. I think more if you're thoughtful. Yes. I think that will be uh, help you better in the long run. Yeah, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Like, dude, if you're living college, like, make sure your roommates are gone. Maybe cook her dinner or something yep, yep, yep. get her love, flowers love what you're saying maybe take her to a movie right there that's like 30 bucks maybe yeah and then you get the anus dude that's my it. my biggest fear 
I don't know if I've said this. I've said this a million times. My biggest fear is to be someone's date at the wedding. Okay, like a girl and I are dating for like five months where he is. She's like, I got this wedding coming up. Come to the wedding. I go and then I'm in the pictures. And then 20 years from now, that couple, I just imagine that couple looking at the picture like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, do you ever think about, you that? Worry about I worry about that all the time. This is like a thought I have. But it's it worse to be who the fuck is that guy or, oh, you remember Jared? <laughs> well, no, this is, that's exactly my point. And I one time was at a wedding. I was at a wedding with my then girlfriend. Okay, no, it was, a, it was a bar mitzvah. It was a family bar mitzvah. I'm at the, she came. That's your more awkward bar mitzvah. What's that? I think it's more awkward bar mitzvah. Yeah, because you're like, you, you could. You it's know, like young kids. Young kids. Ki- yeah, it's weird. So she came with me to the bar mitzvah, and I remember my cousin, like they did pictures. So they did every, fa- my dad is like, you know, we have a big family on my dad's side. So there was a big family picture. Every family was going to take a picture with the bar mitzvah person. Okay. And so my cousins got up, my uncle, my aunt, my cousin, and they get up to take their picture. And my one cousin brings his girlfriend to be in the picture. And she's doing my fear. Do you know what I mean? Like she, and I, and I, and I look at my then girlfriend and I look at her in a moment of like forgetting where I was. I just look at her. I go, yeah, you ain't coming in this picture. Nah, <laughs> and she, she was the other way around. I wouldn't want to be in the picture. I'd be like, uh, you, you go. Exactly. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. That I would avoid that picture at all costs if I'm in that other position. But I was going to be my family who's going to get called up next. So when I saw my cousin bring his girlfriend, I looked at my then girlfriend. I was like, you ain't coming in. You're on the bench for this one. Yeah, sit it out. <laughs> and she got so fucking angry. It was like the most angry. It, it turned into this whole fight. It was a whole thing. And you know that was the night I realized we should break up. But. This is like, uh, and I do get why she was offended. It's like, you know, if you don't want me in this picture, how far could you think this is going to go? I get her side of that argument. She's not crazy for being upset. Your cousin just fucked it up for you. But my cousin did fuck it up, and I didn't even think. I just said, it was like I was breathing. I was like, you ain't coming in this picture. <laughs> and I, what, but what I will say about this is it's the same for the gift. I don't want my gift once we break up being like, Remember J- that loser Jared gave this to me? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't like my, my, that gift is you in the picture. It's just a reminder if it ends badly, like that small penis guy from the last email, if he gives a ki- gift, now they're like, remember that small penis boyfriend I had? Look at this gift he gave me once. I'm sure he gave her like a dildo or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> huge, huge Evan dildo. You know? <laughs> so, so, no, but I'm saying this is like, uh, so I'm saying, when I, what I do, my advice for anyone with a you know girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, event dates. Yeah, have the memory together, get to know each other better. Like make it thoughtful, just like you said, cook her dinner, go out to dinner, go somewhere that she's mentioned, take something she said and make it into a night for you too. And that type of gift is more thoughtful. It lets you be a part of it. There's and also. You don't have this just thing that's just going to be maybe wasted because, you know, and then we have a lot of people emailing, whoa, should I get my stuff back from my ex? Make it so you don't have any shit to get back. Yeah. You want to be able to cut this fucking, you know, balloon uh, string so it can float away. Balloon not, balloon string. (laughs) I like all the references. (laughs) A lot of balloons. But I'm saying event gifts. Yeah. Because think of the wedding picture. That's all I got to say. If she said something... You know, and then it proves that you were listening. Yeah. Ladies love that. Exactly. If, oh, my, oh, you listen. You're you getting, heard me that one time when I said I'd love to go there. Dude, yeah. Then you're in, dude. Dude giving, uh, I, I'll promise you this. Dude giving random gift versus dude giving thoughtful event. Thoughtful event, dude, is getting that anus mm-hmm. before random fucking and you said you were broke i mean if you're yeah you're loaded, she knows that then, yeah so jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com we'll do one more email jay this has been great cool this has been fun Always thank you fun, so man. much yeah. so good uh at jay nog on twitter four months without the sauce or should i transfer which wow. one do you want to do uh should i transfer should I like transfer. a life decision yeah should i transfer Oh, not I drinking gonna, is a I life thought, I thought about too. transferring when you I was did? in college, yeah. Should I, what's up, J-Tran? Saw J-Tran. Been a long time listener. 
and have an important question. I'm going to be a sophomore at a small tech, uh, small tech outside of Boston. I'm a ROTC cadet. However, I will probably get kicked out of the program and lose my full ride scholarship because I ruined my shoulder and need a replace from football. So my question is, should I transfer to save myself from having to pay 60 grand a year and I can reasonably afford a state school? Also, if I do, would it be a good idea to apply to a school that has a chapter of my fraternity so it would be easier to meet people? This is a really specific question, but a response would be great. I think all of us at some point think, is the grass greener? Mm-hmm. You know, why, what made you think about transferring? Well, I went to Albany, and then it was between Albany and Indiana. Mm. And then after my first semester at Albany, I went to visit my bunny in Indiana. Yeah. And then it was, I even applied, like went to the interview there, got mm-hmm. in, and then I was like, I already have my friends here. Yeah. And I feel it's like freshman year. Like, why am I going to make such a quick decision? Yeah. Um, I mean, looking back now, if I had the you know knowledge I was, I love sports and a big time school. So maybe if I had my mind now, I would have transferred. Yeah. But like you had your friends, but this guy comes down to financial decision, yeah. which I think going to a smaller school uh, or a state school and spending less money, especially if you're going to pay a lot. Of, and it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like he's like, oh, this college is the best. And I'm having an awesome yeah, time. I think, I think with any transfer to say, I think... You know, if I'm looking back at how I chose my school and all the, you know, just like you're saying, like, I wanted the big college experience. And, you know, I think, you know, I think getting out of school without debt is such an advantage. It is like in looking back and knowing people with debt and, you know, I was lucky enough to not have it. So it's huge. It's you have such a head start on you know, and a lot less stress and it's not hanging over you. So I, I do think the money thing needs to like be number one and because there's very few schools that people raise their eyebrow at unless they went there. You know, what, I, you know, what I'm finding out, there's a, there's a college bubble. There's no question in my mind right now. There's too many schools out there. There's too many people going to college. There's in not being direct enough with what they want to do. Like technical schools, they got to make a comeback. Mm-hmm. You would think because... You know, and also, you know, engineering and all that stuff. That's all stuff that, like, you would think people are going to. There's so many schools out there that you're like, why does this exist? Like, you know, does the business school, you know, and not to talk down on my own school, but business school, Penn State, you, when you're there, like, this is the number whatever business school in the country. I've never had someone look at my resume, like, and in my short time of going, you know, doing finance, everyone would be like, business school, Penn State, business school, Indiana, business school at you know, unless you're Ivy League or, you know, there's like I would say there's a bunch. There's a few schools that get the eyebrow Ivy League. I think Michigan sometimes gets it for whatever reason, just because or if the job you're applying for, that person went, went there. to their school. That's so that's really what it is. So the, the beauty of a smaller school is that people hold on tighter to that. I have friends that went to smaller schools are like a thousand people and they're going to do whatever they can for that person. So weigh that. But 60,000. Is a lot of fucking money. Yeah, you know, and and you and you don't want to pay sixty thousand for a maybe a guy will be nice to me because I went there too. You want to go to the best school you can for the least amount of money where you can fucking crush it. I gotta give an advice, and I I hate to plug another podcast on this podcast because it's already the most successful podcast that's ever existed at this point. Revisionist history. All of you guys should go listen to that. There's a whole arc in the episodes. I think they got one more episode left. It is so fucking good. What it, is it? It's Malcolm Gladwell. And he does this whole thing about colleges and just the amount of money that goes in. And he, you know, it's, it's a lot of talk about like how you make these decisions. And it's like for a kid like this, yeah, dude, I'd fucking transfer, go to a state school, do as well as you fucking can, because all that matters GPA and what you're ma- and what you're like and what you get out of it. And if you can get the bang out of your buck from that school that you maybe, you know, if if you get the same if you go to a store and buy something for 60 grand versus something the same thing at the next store for 50 grand, you got a fucking deal. And no one thinks of college that way. And I think I, I, I kind of wish people more did. Also, you know, you're did a new more. kid on the block socially. Totally. So that's going to help. You also, out. The, the question about what uh, should he go where his fraternity is, I don't think that matters. It doesn't I think matter. It doesn't matter. Where, 
all the chapters are different at every school. They're going to be different types of people. You go and you made friends at one place. You're going to make the same friends in the next place. My dad, before I went to college, I remember he was like, it's sad that you're leaving high school. You're going to leave your friends. But there'll be another one of that guy. There'll be another one of that guy. There'll be another one of that guy at the next place you go. And if they're real friends, you'll stay in touch with those Exactly. The people that you made friends with before, if they really mattered, yeah, you're going to fucking drop them a text, send them a picture of the chick you fucked the other night. And you don't get to see that girl you gave herpes to anymore. Exactly. So (laughs) jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jay Nock, thank you, man. You do. Always Fantastic. fun on this podcast. Thank uh, you for having me. All of you go support Jay at Jay Nog on Twitter. We're going to be right back with some hypotheticals in the news. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Joe List, and that's Mark Norman here. From Tuesdays with Stories, check out our podcast. Tell them why, Mark. You're going to love it. It's nothing but laughs, jokes, stories from the road, vagina, and that guy. Yeah, you're getting laid. We're being silly. Check it out. Find new and archived episodes of Tuesdays with Stories on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and tune in. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Uh, we got Jay Nog here. Um, at Jay Nog. Jay, thank you for coming on. Of course. Thanks for having really me. Really appreciate it. <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> you wasn't sure if you I was like, oh, this is over? No, we're, go- we're no, still we're going. No, we keep it's it going. We got, right. we got like another 15 minutes. This we'll get perfect. it going. Yeah, I'm in no rush. Chris, thank you for coming on. At Mansamp on Twitter. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the State of New York Labs Network. That's right. Yep. How's it going, buddy? Good, man. Happy to be here. Good. We got a... Uh, sometimes people... Uh, email in I'll just read this off the bat they email in with like their causes or whatever's going on this girl wrote in and I'm happy to help uh, it's about frat bros saving life lives and she wanted me to read it on the air so I'm gonna read right. her little spiel and then we'll talk about it a nonprofit organization called Gift of Life Marrow Registry is asking for fraternity members across the country to help save cancer patients by taking the swab it like it's hot challenge and register as potential bone marrow stem cell donors for cancer patients in need of transplants. All it takes is a simple cheek swab and a few lines of contact info to possibly save someone's life. To participate, simply order a registration kit online or find an event near you and take a video of yourself dancing while swabbing. Then nominate a friend to do the same. Registration is free, and anyone between ages 18 and 60 are eligible. Bonus points for setting up with uh, an event with your chapter. So if you guys... This seems like a nice cause, right? So, we yeah, want to help cancer. Unless it's a, a trick to try to hurt frat bros. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> get, all no, them, nice. get all them registered <laughs> with their swabs. I yeah. don't know. Uh, so this girl got in touch with me, and I'm more than happy to help. Uh, and if you want to get involved with something like this, and, I, you know, it seems great. I would, you know, this is great. So uh, cbello at gwu.edu. That's cbello with two L's at gwu.edu. Or... Check out Caroline underscore Bello on Instagram. So this girl Caroline's doing a great thing, and I would encourage all you guys, if you can, to help out. I don't want to, you know, if you don't want to, that's fine too. But if you want to help out, this seems like a great thing. So go find Caroline underscore Bello on Instagram. Also, see Bello at gwu.edu. So happy to help with that. Let's do some hypotheticals. Yeah, let's do it. Sup, Jew? (laughs) Would you rather have one nut or a small dick? On one hand, you would have lost one of your balls in an accident and literally just have one ball in the sack. You can still come. It's just half the amount. On the other hand, you have a completely normal sack but a small dick. Friend of mine have debated this. What do you think? Oh, one nut, easy. One nut is one easy. nut. Yeah, there's easy. no it's question. Even, yeah. <laughs> it's going to compensate too. Oh, half the amount of come. Ooh, yeah. Let's well, clean up. All right. Yeah, what am I going to do? I, I don't know. It's funny that we did this email about the kid with the was worried about his dick, <laughs> and then we're like, no fucking way. No. <laughs> but I'll say this. I'll, I'll say this uh, about You're giving choices now. So of course I'm going to take the one nut. Plus that's like a party favor. You fucking flop it around. You show it off. Sure. You know it's fun. Uh, you can make it. You can draw pictures on it and shit uh but I, <laughs> the small dick yeah i mean of course we choose not to yeah greetings voodoo papa juju pulls out feather of an american bald eagle to feather the nuts okay enough of that shit would you rather have to see the face of your mother for 15 seconds after you t- after every time you climax you can't close your eyes to escape the vision either or would you rather be able to finish when a woman sticks something O- only be able to finish with someone uh, when a woman sticks something up your brown balloon knot. Bunghole. <laughs> Thanks for explaining. <laughs> you have to have that conversation about what you need to get off with your casual hookups. Keep killing the podcast game. Gets me through my shitty post-grad data entry job. Shout out to Man Sam's buttery voice that pickles 
uh, my pepper whenever, whenever I hear it. Oh, oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. So what do you think? 15 seconds of seeing your mom after you climax or you need something up your ass to get off. When I see my mom, is she like encouraging me? Yeah, she's cheering you on. <laughs> she's got a little. She's got a little pennant that says Jay Nog on it. Good. Cum. What do you put yeah, up your ass? She's holding up one of those number of foam fingers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Except what's going it's a on. Dick on it instead of a finger. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's a dick. It's a dick mid cum. Uh, what are you putting up your ass? Are we talking a finger? Or are we talking like uh... something? It just says something. So you only can... be able to finish when a woman sticks something. We're, yeah, finger counts. I would think. Yeah. The problem is the conversation. Okay, because I've dealt. I'm now down the yellow brick road of ass play, and I will say this: there's very. It's very difficult to bring that up. Yeah, because with someone that this has never happened with, it's a funny story. I don't know if I should All right, well, divulge. Yeah, we'll tell. I was hooking up with a girl, <laughs> super hot, fun, whatever, and she's like, "What do you want me to do?" Like, you know, we're in that. What do you want me to do? Phase. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and at that moment, what do you always say? Whatever you want to do. Of course. You know? But you and, have demands. But now I have demands. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought it, I, and I don't know, I think I was drunk enough, and I think I was like in the right spirit, and I was like, and it sounds, it does, there's no way to make it sound hot or not weird. You can't, like, so you, I was just like, just want you to blow me while you stick your finger up my ass. And then she just goes, what? <laughs> like JK. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and I repeated myself. Repeating yourself, that's the moment where you're like, okay, now I'm this weirdo because you can't be like, just want you to stick your finger up my ass while you blow me. And now it's like, I really want you. No, that's you because you're doing it wrong. No, that's how you I, should say it. You should be like, once you double down on it, right. now you're finger ass dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you can't get out of that zone. <laughs> you're, you're worried about the wedding pictures and you're just like, Put your finger up my ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and saying it on a podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> we have some listeners. I, I don't know. I just it's so I I do under, like I would go with the 15 seconds of my mom with the pennant just because I've after I come I'm seeing horrible shit about myself anyways. You know <laughs> you have that moment where you're like you ever you know watch some porn you're like where am I? Oh you know, yeah. Right after and you then come. you look at the screen and you're like oh I I got a shower. Yeah. Who am I? What am I doing? <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's as bad as, you know, seeing my mom being like, good job, Jared. You know, what's 15 seconds? I can deal with that to not every time have to be like, hey. Yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> hard. You, <laughs> I really need one thing. Not again. Uh, why won't you come? Well, I'm going to need you to grab. <laughs> I'm going to need two knuckles. I'm going to uh. need. <laughs> you see that baseball bat over there? I'm going to need that over here. See that? You see that paper towel holder? <laughs> I need you to bring that over. We that rolling pin over there. What are you doing? Uh, I gotta be honest. Either one doesn't. I'd probably go for either one. But that's the move, though, with the finger up the ass thing. Like, don't come a few times and have her be like, well, "What? What's the matter? Like, how come you can't get off?" Well, I'm glad you asked. Glad you asked. This is what I'm into. And yeah. yeah, and also you wouldn't go quickly with a casual hookup. You'd like right. you'd have a fun hookup, and then you could be like. Here, here's the the secret button. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually it's actually less a button, more of a hole. There you go. <laughs> if you have a hypothetical, send it to J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do some news. Uh, we might as well keep it on the Olympics because it's going sure. on. Everybody's talking about it. So Michael Phelps now has 28 total medals in his career, 23 gold medals. Yeah, he has more medals than most countries. I saw this. Yeah, it's it's wild what he's doing. It sucks that he sucks so much, yeah. like humanly. I just hate yeah. how none of these Olympians have any character. Yeah, they like they win a gold and like they, they might smile for. No, a No, that's second. why Usain yeah. Bolt is so awesome. Yeah. Did that's you see that picture? Smiling today? as he crossed the finish line. Yeah, I posted on Instagram because everyone was like, you, "You remember when Phelps uh, beat that guy and he was like looking at him? They got the picture." Of the guy he's beating, yeah. looking at him, everyone's like, "This is why you stay in your lane. This is why you keep the blinders up." All those bullshit inspirational quotes that came out after that, and then all of a sudden they have this picture of Usain Bolt, fucking looking back <laughs> at everyone he's beating, yeah. and it's like, "Yeah, fuck your inspirational quote. You didn't do that for me. You didn't have to tell yourself to fucking stop looking at the person next to you because you do it all the time." Yeah, the Usain Bolt picture is like when somebody smiles at the screen and it just like dings off their tooth. So you know? yeah, <laughs> it is so fantastic. And I love everything about him. 
Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I love that he is the way he is. And just like you said, I want my Olympic athletes to be WWE heels. Like, I want, you know, Phelps, he does this, like, bashful, non-bashful bullshit. And it's like, dude, come out and fucking say, yeah, I'm the best. Yeah. No one can beat me. Be fucking Clubber Lang. Wear every single medal. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a Mark Spitz picture. He took a picture. That the guy who used to have the medal count. Yeah, he has a pic. It's a famous picture of him with all the medals on. I I love the Olympics. I mean, I've been watching. Um, Ali Raisman. Yeah, the gymnast is from my hometown. Oh, really? She's like a hometown. She's literally like a hero. Like it, the people go wild for her, and it's crazy. It's great what she's doing. I mean, it's amazing. Who's the other insane insane gymnast? She won all those golds. Biles. Simone Biles. Yeah, 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 my, yeah, yeah. my wife's friends with uh, her brother. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, what they do, four years of preparing for one fucking thing. That's the worst is like you see the cycling. No. Like the, the road cycling. Did you see any of that? So no. like they're going around these tracks and they're not very wide. And it's yeah. like, imagine you're training four years. Some dude falls in front of you. You hit the corner and roll over him. Dude, that's 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 what happens. That's cool runnings. That's the whole yeah. premise of the movie right. is that they've been preparing all this fucking time and some idiot falls on the track and ruins it for everybody. It's just unbelievable. Oh, and look at Allie Raisman also did the body issue for <laughs> Evan with a good lookout. Just <laughs> brought over the picture of Allie Raisman. She's, I mean, this is quite a picture. Holy shit. Yeah, wow. She She's beautiful. Great. Yeah. Wow. How old is she? 20. 20? Yeah. She's not 21? No, definitely 20. Uh, it feels a little weird to look <laughs> at this. It's okay. It's fine. No, I, don't no. I don't know. Yeah, but I would love to have her on the show. Yeah. Let, me, let me say it right now. Open invitation, Allie Ray's. Oh, fella. she's 22. Don't 22? Worry about it. Okay, 22. Yeah. No, You're she good. looks fucking hot. Her ass looks great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, open I see you bottling that in. <laughs> I had to hold back. I, no, she's hot. I mean, Jewish chick, this is right up my alley. That's there right. So I, this is an open invitation to Allie Raisman, fellow Needamite, fellow Rocket. Come on this podcast, J Train Podcast. So all of you tweeted Allie Raisman. Politely. Don't politely. call her a Jew. No, don't, don't, do yeah, don't be the worst. Yeah. Be cool, because we want to invite her with open arms. Yeah, don't creep her into coming on Yeah, there. no, we want to invite her, you know, and then she can listen to an episode and hear what we just said and not come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got any more stories? No, uh, let me just say this, though. I've been looking if anybody out there has found the, what I'm looking for. I'm trying to find a list of the total amount of medals that everybody that's ever competed in the Olympics like going back to like the ancient games because people are talking about Phelps passing like Leonidas of Rhodes I want to say a list of like all the ancient people well have you been watching they've been doing side by sides of the Olympics now like the people doing the competition from the Olympics in the 50s versus now it is wild to see you have you seen it Evan no it is it is wild to see the gymnasts from the 50s and how awful they were (laughs) compared to now like what they do now is otherworldly if a girl like literally if we sent Raisman in a time machine Mm. to the 50s to compete in the Olympics they would think she was a witch they would literally every sport evolves though I know but this is like but to see it side by side yeah is go google it it just side by side Olympics now versus the past Olympics because they're in black and white versus now and it is wild it's you crazy. consider Michael Phelps one of the greatest athletes ever? Because um, that was a debate on Facebook. I know. People were saying, and they were like, it doesn't compare to like Joe Montana and this and that. It's like, dude, this guy has beaten the best I do, in the I world I consider him, I, I think he's the great, one of the greatest athletes ever, specifically for how hard it is to concentrate on being a swimmer. Like that is like you're in the pool alone at early hours. Like the commitment he had to make. And you got one shot. You got one, one shot. shot. It's not like you're a baseball player and you get all those at-bats <laughs> or football players, you get right. all yep. those throws in a game. But the commitment he had to make, all that time to prepare, he, you know, swimming is all preparation. So just for that, that's an ability that none of us have. And you're going versus yourself for time every single Every you know, single you're time. You're not like, yeah. Well, I have to be good at something that we're not really designed to do. That's no, the other thing. Like, you, not you know, breathing. You, exactly. Like, we're not <laughs> supposed to really be in water. We don't no. have kills. I don't know. They, that yeah, I consider. I think him and Usain Bolt. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you don't want to take anything away because it is swimming. You know, we just yeah. don't think of it as like, you know, just because. I just think it takes uh, 
a mental fortitude that like is unbelievable to me. Let me read some follow-up emails before we head out because we got some time here. Um, we had a shout-out. Um, I just want to thank you guys for listening. This has been a great episode. Thank you for coming on. Jay, this was great. Oh, dude, it's awesome. Man Sam, thank you for bringing the news. Yeah, no problem. And adding in at Man Sam on Twitter, Mandatory Samson Podcast. Every Friday here, JNog, at JNog. I thought I had a shout-out that I was going to read. Snapchat shout-out. Here it is. Can I get a Snapchat (laughs) shout-out? Fish7591. Fish7591. And then here's a follow-up email that we got, and I just never read it. Dear Papa JT, we've been a listener since Poop Talk. I'm a truck driver from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Hearing your uh, smooth, soothe, and voluptuous voice through my speakers made my long hauls a lot easier. Feathered. Here's a hypothetical. If you got to pick your opponent in a roast battle, which one of these comedians would you choose? I wouldn't do them. Have you done a roast battle? I've done two. How do you feel about them? Uh, I, I, I mean, it, if you like the other person and you're friends, yeah, I, I think, think that's cool. Of course, it's just like you. It's just like you do that regularly, shitting on each other. Yeah. But when it's like on the roast battle, if you saw it on Comedy Central, there were two who didn't like each Hated other. Hated each other. And you're like, eh, it's it got like, a little. Icky. Yeah, it's a little weird. But if you like each other, like I did it twice with two dudes who I like, so yeah. it was fine. And we laughed it off after. We so. had Mike Lawrence on last episode. He's so good at it. It's a. It's oh, he's a, great. It, it's like it's kind of like with Phelps was. I don't want to over, emph- uh, you know, overgive it. Mike Lawrence much. is yeah. the Michael Phelps of, of roasting. roasting. <laughs> but I'm saying it takes a lot of work and preparation. That's, oh, yeah. And, you know, any of us, know, you know, you know, like that isn't just like go on stage and do your jokes. It's go on stage with jokes that you have never done in front of an audience. You don't go to open mics with that shit. You go and fucking sit by yourself and write a thousand of them. So five work. So it takes like a lot of work that I, I don't think I'd be, I think I'd be okay at it. I don't know if I'd be great at it. Also the word, like if you're a standup, like you can say something and then make a face and get a laugh. You yeah, know what I mean? Or just yeah, something yeah, physical yeah, 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 and get yeah. a laugh. This and is battle, all words. All words. Yeah. That's it. This guy writes, I want to thank you for opening uh, the world of comedy into my life. I just recently had the chance to have satellite radio. Now I've been exposed to the Opie radio and the Bennington show on the Raw Dog channel. It's amazing hearing these comedians on there. And I am counting the days till I hear your voice come through my speakers via satellite radio. Well, thank you, man. Uh, I do appreciate that. It is cool that people are getting introduced to new comics and people they've never heard of and guys that are doing it in this city. So all of you guys, go follow everyone that comes on this show because... They are J Train approved, so to speak. So go follow J Nog at J Nog, Mansamp at Mansamp. I'm Jared Freed. That is our episode. J Train 56 on all platforms. We will be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!